What's up, Metal Maniacs? This is a bonus episode, and you've got George. And you've got Tom. And and you've you've got got another another podcast podcast coming. coming. (laughs) Boom, Boom, baby. Doing this over Zoom makes it a little difficult, but I I think we're hitting it pretty well. Yes, sir. And we'll try and get back into the same room to record our episodes pretty soon. Yes. Because that's I'm, more fun. It is. I more like the fun. dynamic and I like when we both have uh, the same beer in front of us. Same. And I like hanging out with my buddy. So, you know, getting back into that is I'm looking forward to doing these in person again. Very fetching firepower hat. Oh, thank you. I got this yeah. firepower hat at the tour we went to. Yeah, man. I remember. That seems like ages ago now. I know. It's so fucking long ago. Like, 2018 feels like a memory from another lifetime. Yeah. Well, we've got plenty to look forward to in 2022 because it'll finally be our chance to see the priest again. Very true. Very exciting time. Very, um, honestly, not that far away if you think about it. Only, what, March 25th is our show? Something like that. And dude, I've been waiting years for this. I mean, this tour was supposed to happen in 2020. Obviously, nothing happened in 2020. Yeah, the year that here we are two years later. And I'm ready. So today we're here. This is just a bonus episode. Basically, just going to give a year end roundup. Talk about where we started, where we went. And where we're going in 2022 and what our tentative plans are. Yeah. And this might end up being a pretty long bonus episode, depending on how much we decide to ramble on. But hey, this will (laughs) be a fun time because it's me and my best bro drinking some beer and talking. And yeah, man. speaking of which, what are you drinking, man? Einstock, son. Icelandic white ale. One of my favorites introduced to me a few years ago, kind of a staple of my um, of my beer diet ever since. It's one of my favorites, too. Ever since I saw that beautiful outline silhouette of the Vikings face in profile on the can, I knew this is a serious beer. This is not a beer to be messed with. Not at all. It's very crisp, very light sort of thing. You get, I was pounding these back last night when, you know, last night, you know, as of this recording, it's December 26th. Um, we had Christmas last night. Me and my fiance exchanged gifts. A buddy of mine, one of my neighbors came over and we were just like slamming back alcohol. So this is actually the second to last one I have. Actually, a buddy of mine does artwork for Einstock. Shout out to Adam. Um, Shout out to Graphic Mercenary. What are you drinking today? So what I've got right now is a cream ale from the Newburgh Brewing Company. And they're based up in Newburgh, New York, where uh, one of my aunt, uncle and cousins live. So I was visiting them on Christmas Eve and they know how much I love beer. So they got me a couple, four packs of some of these very, very local uh, crafts from the Newburgh Brewing Company. I don't think Mm. it's very widely distributed, but that's why it was really nice to get up to see my family 
in the middle of nowhere, New York, and come back yeah. with something that I could only get there. That is really special. Kind of like a small batch of beer. And, you know, it's kind of nice, like, not that it's exclusive to you, but through this show, you get to spread awareness about it. Sure. And, hey, we have so much amazing craft beer in the United States yeah. that we might never get to try it all. And that's okay because, <laughs> you know, I'm totally willing to get fat and die trying. Yeah, exactly. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's kind of a bummer that there there could be like, you know, some perfect beer out there that we'll never get to try. But, you know, you can't you can't waste tears on beer you've never drank. I mean, the one beer I'll forever be crying about is um, Blue Moon's uh, Summer Honey Wheat that for incomprehensible reasons they discontinued. Those jerks. Uh, really sometimes, are, though. sometimes people don't know a good thing when it's right in front of them, Tom. Yeah, yeah. well, now they replaced it with whatever bullshit mango wheat flavor they release every summer. Mango? I don't want mango. I want summer honey wheat, bro. Yeah, dude, you showed me that beer. That was the beer that was in your dreams that one time. Yeah, there's literally a beer of my dream, audience. This is a funny little anecdote. I had a dream years ago that I was drinking in um, some sort of English pub. And I had a truly remarkable brew. And then George, by pure chance, showed me Blue Moon Summer Honeyweight. And I'm like, yo, this is the beer from my this is the beer from my dream that I had. <laughs> So until they, I mean, hopefully they re-release it at some point, because otherwise I'm going to be mad about that every summer. That sounds like something that you'll just have to look forward to every summer. Look forward to being mad because it's yeah. not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I'm mad frequently. So you and me both, man. All right. So, but I'm not and, mad that we get to do this podcast together today. No, no, I'm not. And I'm not bad. That, and listen, as long as Einstock exists, I think I'll be fine. But we got a lot of stuff to cover, George. Obviously, like we're wrapping up our first year of podcasting. And so that's pretty exciting. I mean, so where did we start with this? And like, how far do you think we've come? You know, it, seems like we've been doing this for a while now but it's only three months and that's not a whole lot in the grand scheme of things we have so much longer to go and it'll take us years to cover every priest song but that's okay because you know there's no rush we're having a great time on this yeah. journey yeah we actually planned on starting this in 2020 and then you had your unfortunate bout with COVID and the whole pandemic really put that, that those plans on hold for a long time. And then this year I was like, I just kind of had this moment. I'm like, dude, fuck it. Let's do this podcast. Like, let's just get an episode going and see what happens. And this is where it's led us. And even though it's only been three months, it feels like this is something that we've been doing for much longer just feels very natural. It's a lot of fun to do. It's a great discussion. And we've got a pretty decent fan base going right now. I mean, hell, you know, this is something that's fascinating. Tim Owens actually commented on our Twitter post about our one-on-one -on -one episode. 
So you did, get, which definitely was a surprise to me and caught me off guard. But like, that's such a cool thing to think about. It's like, hey, wow, man, like we actually attracted Tim Owens attention for this. You know, that's got to be some sort of mark in our favor, even if we spent that whole re- episode just shitting on that song. <laughs> yeah, man. One of the interesting things I've learned doing this show is that there's no song or album that's universally disliked because mm-hmm. even though we thought one on one was a really awful song and we explained why we thought that in our episode, there were quite a few fans on Facebook and Twitter who came out to defend the song. And Tim Owens, of course, being the singer of the song, of course, he's going to defend it too. And his comment was, I love it. And I think that it's a really great song live. Mm. each their own i mean you got to stand by your work even Mm -hmm. if you know it's not the most universally well-received aspect of priest you know jugulator and demolition they have their fan base they've got people that you know we talked about this kind of with our dreamer deceiver episode they're people who hold up the first the first four albums the very early era of priest as the best period in the band's history. And while I'm not entirely sure, there are many people who would hold Jugulator and Demolition to that standard. There are people who genuinely love and enjoy those albums. And for what it's worth, there's songs on both of them that I actually do enjoy a bit. So even when Priest is at their worst, they're still releasing enjoyable material. There was one person who left a comment for our one-on-one episode. Well, someone was basically saying that he really liked that we didn't. Oh, here it is. It was Steve Wright who had a general comment for us. And he said, I'm glad to see that you guys are keeping it real and not sugarcoating your disdain for the song, which is, you know, we said as much before that we're not here to just blow smoke up this band's ass. Yeah. And there are people who genuinely like demolition. Good for them. We don't. And you know what? (laughs) We're we're not going to sit here and lie. That's just not cool. Like we're going to tell you what we really think. We, the hosts are not always going to agree with the listeners. We, the hosts, we may not always agree with each other. Mm. Like I thought revelations was a stronger song than you did, Tom. Mm. And you know what? It's more fun when we don't agree sometimes because the diversity of opinions that can be more interesting to listen to. The conversation that gets going from having two different perspectives is a lot more interesting than just having two people who constantly agree with each other on everything, even though we do agree on a lot. The Revelation episode was, I think, actually my favorite episode that we did this year because there was a lot to discuss and a lot to go into. And some really interesting points that I thought I really wanted to cover. Revelation is an album that 
I am excited to revisit in further episodes. Yeah, there's a lot to Nostradamus. The Revelation episode, I have to agree, I had a good time with you, and I think it came out great because we really broke down the song in that one. We talked about what was good, what was bad, what was weird, and we tried to be as objective as we could and try and go over both the things we did and didn't like because Mm -hmm. it's an interesting sample being from Nostradamus. It's not like the other priest songs, and it's not even a song that you can almost judge as 100% good or bad because there were things we liked and didn't like about it. Yes. We got a really good comment on the Revelations episode by Robin Otis. He's a big fan. He always leaves us great feedback. Really Mm -hmm. cool guy. Thanks for all your support, Robin. So his comment was, Nostradamus, it's very experimental, as you mentioned, and it's a concept album, so that's kind of what you expect. This was the idea, and Priest was obviously very aware of it. He was happy that we chose something off of Nostradamus. And you, Tom, you had an interesting thought that this is kind of what Priest would have been if they kept building on sin after sin and stained class. Mm. Robin agrees with you on that. He also says we should have mentioned the interlude awakening that came right before it as it goes together. The song stands on its own feet, but to do the entire thing properly, you should definitely get down to listening to the intros as well. Okay, Robin, you got us there. And including Awakening in that episode was actually part of the plan. But when it came down to it, we just didn't have anything to say. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a 50-second interlude with a soft acoustic guitar and Rob singing one verse. Mm -hmm. And yes, it does go together with Revelations, but I guess we just didn't have a comment on it because it's that short of a song. So uh, Mm. we're sorry for failing to do justice to awakening there. Kind of like, uh, like, um, like when we covered uh, one shot at glory, which, you know, I got to do a follow up on for our year end roundup. My first point is like battle hymn is the interlude to one shot at glory. And there's not really a whole lot to say about battle hymn, but revisiting one shot at glory i've been i I have listened to that song an awful lot in the last month or so and you know initially i said that it might be one of the weaker offerings on painkiller and i don't think i could have been more wrong about that that song is you know in the original release of painkiller that was the 
that was the ending track on the album. I mean, in the re-release, they they um, added Living Bad Dreams, which I'm not really a fan of. Um, but One Shot at Glory is a fabulous closer to a fabulous album. So having the chance to revisit that now at the end of the year, I can definitely say that my opinion on it has changed. That's really cool. And that was a big part of the Judas Priest news that happened in 2021 because One Shot at Glory was played as the opener in Bloodstock Open Air, which is Priest's first concert back from the pandemic. And it was the first time they ever played it. That's right. It's a song that was premiered 30 years after the album came out. It finally got played live for the first time. Same goes for Invader off of Stained Class. Rockerola was also played live for the first time since the 70s. That is crazy. No one really saw that coming. Yeah, that was big news, I remember. Yeah. So the 50 Heavy Metal Years tour with those live premieres, That is probably the biggest news that happened in the Judas Priest world in this past year. And then, of course, the thing that goes with that is that the tour had to be postponed because Mm. Richie had an aortic aneurysm. Thank fuck that he survived and Mm. is healing up. You know, people have been seeing him out and about. They've been putting some pictures on social media and the band is scheduled to get back on tour in March. So it seems like all is heading in a positive direction with Richie and his health. And we couldn't be happier about that. Yeah, definitely thrilling news. But how scary for him, honestly, to have to go through something like that at 40 years old. The fact that, you know, we've mentioned this before. He just he kept on plugging, played through all of painkiller flawlessly. Just, you know, what a what an immensely skillful person. He's a trooper, dude. Yeah, he's an artist, man. Like the that is like that that sort of um musicianship is, you know, that's exceptional, I'd say. I think that he's going to be coming back better than ever, probably with that same energy and vigor that he's always brought to the band. Yeah, man, there's no quit in Judas Priest. They're going to keep doing it until they can't. And Rob Halford also revealed in his biography that he battled cancer in 2020 and he's in remission. Mm. So it wasn't just Richie who had his health battle. It was also Rob very quietly didn't even reveal a thing about it until after it was already done. Mm. Wow. He had this whole battle and he just kept it to himself. That's kind of brave. I think so too, but you know, Rob has, I think he's always kept his personal life very private you know, really close to the chest type of person. So that's kind of not surprising to me. What is surprising to me is how much punishment this band can take and they just keep going. Glenn Tipton's battle with Parkinson's, Rob Halford and his battle with cancer, Richie and his aortic aneurysm. And it just feels like nothing can take these guys out. 
I agree with you. Like metal truly never dies. And these guys are proving it. Yeah. So there's a lot to be grateful for as much as this year has had its share of tragedies. And as we are seeing another uptick in the coronavirus pandemic, there's still cause to rejoice and to celebrate, you know, understanding that Rob survived about with cancer and that Richie survived his aneurysm. That's that's something that's a victory. You know, that's something that we should all be glad about. We are we have a lot to be grateful for, you know, besides that as well. So. Yes, sir. And 2022, that's going to be another great year. Like we already talked about, we'll be seeing Priest and we will be definitely reviewing that concert on the show. Oh, yeah. But let's just go over a few more things that happened in 2021. So uh, 50 Heavy Metal Years box set, which are all of Judas Priest's live and studio albums remastered. Mm. Remasters sound great. We're actually using these audio tracks now to make all the sound clips in our episodes. And the box set included at least eight unreleased full concerts, a bunch of swag. We did a bonus episode on that. I was actually kind of surprised that that little 15 minute bonus episode where we unboxed it and gave our live reactions that ended up being our second or third most listened episode. A lot of people wanted to hear about that box set. That is so surprising to me because, you know, that's not the kind of thing that you would think would get, you know, such a, so much, it would generate as much interest as it did, but you know, the fact that there is, is that that means there's a hunger for that sort of thing. And those remastered albums sound fantastic. You know, the remastered version of Starbreaker, the clips that you used for our episode, they sound amazing. You know, they sound like they could have been recorded just a few years ago, even. Yeah, there's a much cleaner, more crisp drum sound. And yeah, it's a very good remaster. And I really hope that Judas Priest, over time, starts releasing those on Spotify and all the streaming services because those deserve to be heard. I understand that there's probably a good reason they didn't release it yet. They probably want those people who spent hundreds of dollars and invested in the box set to have a little period of exclusivity. I get that. But I, I really do hope that these come out for everyone sometime in the future. I'm sure it's only a matter of time, you know, whether I mean, people are already uploading these to YouTube as we speak. So, yeah, that's, you know, that's it, for it, sure. It, it's only a matter of time before they're available to the general public. But I'm definitely grateful that you got your hands on that box set when you did. Yeah, speak- that's just a nice piece of music history, a nice piece of metal history. You know, it's something that 
can definitely go on display on the mm-hmm. centerpiece of your shelf. Oh, for sure. And I'm sure it is at your at your apartment. And I can't wait to I can't wait to see it. Um, well, I can't wait. I've seen it in person. I can't wait to see it on display. But that leads me to another point, George. So, you know, as much as we have been able to do in the three months that we've been doing this podcast, there was also a lot of stuff that we obviously didn't get to cover. So going into 2022, what are your personal milestones that you want to hit? Like, what songs are you looking forward to talking about the most? Ooh, that's a great question. Mm. Well, what songs do I really want to talk about? Mm. Hmm. We haven't covered anything off Angel of Retribution Mm. or Redeemer of Souls yet. Uh, We haven't gotten into Jugulator, and I don't think we've gotten into Ram It Down yet. So we have actually a few albums that we haven't done a single song off of, and we're going to get to those pretty soon in 2022 because the whole reason that I wanted to do a little bit from each album in the first place was to show off how diverse Judas Priest is and how much they've changed over the years, how many different times they've experimented with something new, because that is one of the biggest parts of what makes them such a cool band to me. Mm. For me personally, two songs that I can think of right off the bat that I really want to talk about. I want to talk about Bloodstone off of Screaming for Vengeance, because in my opinion, that's one of the sleeper hits of the album. One of, I think, the most underrated track, but one of the best. And um, Burning Up off of um, Hellbent for Leather. Really? Very okay. much, yeah, very much so. I really adore that song. And re and when I was uh visiting that album earlier this year, Burning Up was one of the standout tracks that I really fell in love with. That's so awesome. Right off the bat, those are definitely two songs off of two albums that I'm really looking forward to talking about. Yeah, we've got another listener comment. And Chris Thomas said about Burning Up, great opening, great guitar work, and great vocals by Rob. I love the entire song. That was in a thread where I believe some lesser known priest hits were being brought up. Mm. So Burning Up, that's a song that has a lot of people who like it. Maybe we should get yeah. to that in 22. I think so. I think we're going to have to at that at this point. So this year coming up, We're going to be sticking to a bit of a different schedule. So as of right now, tentatively, we have 36 episodes planned. And you had said that we want to do quality episodes over quantity while taking short breaks throughout the year and giving plenty of notice to our audience about when they're going to be announced and when they can expect to hear these new episodes 36 seems like a very reasonable starter goal and you know i think if we hit 36 obviously we're just going to keep going after that so there could be more than 36 sure and i would like to apologize to anyone who we're going to let down by telling you that we won't be 100 weekly mm-hmm. but A year is 52 weeks, and 36 out of those 52 weeks, we will have an episode for you. 
We're committed to a 36-episode season right now. It's just something that we think is going to make the show better because doing an episode every single week, you're always running on a hamster wheel that's never ending. Mm. And that is a big part of the challenge. And, you know, the many podcasters out there who stick to their weekly schedule, they're awesome. They're stronger than us. (laughs) You know, for our purposes, we're both planning weddings. We both have separate busy periods at our job. And weekly just seems a little bit out of reach. And when we're not running on a treadmill to try and get you something every single week, we're going to use that little bit of extra room to breathe to put forth more effort into each episode and hopefully Mm. make them even better. So you got it right when you said we're going with quality over quantity. And like you also mentioned, I have a week to week schedule over the entire year. So I know that none of these breaks are going to go longer than a few weeks. They'll be announced on Twitter. So you'll never be in the dark wondering what's going on with the show. Is it, uh, is it going? Is it not going? When's the next episode? Mm. We are going to always keep you in the loop. So that's the story guys. Uh, Season two will be 36 episodes. And if we can do better than that, then, Hey, you get more. Yeah, but either way, it's going to be a pretty stacked year, I think. One of my personal goals for this year is to get even more fan engagement on Twitter and Facebook, you know, get more dynamic conversations going and get even more audience feedback, which seems like we've gotten a pretty generous amount so far. And I hope that people keep engaging and I hope that we're able to keep people's interest in this topic because. It seems like, you know, people have responded pretty positively to Metal Gods thus far. And I just want to I want to keep that going. I think so, too. We've gotten a lot of nice compliments. Mm. What's another one that I just read? Oh, uh, this one comes from at Judas AF vocalist for Hellbent for Metal, a priest cover band. Nice. Firepower was a spectacular return to home base after Judas Priest wandered the wilderness of artistic identity. Compositionally, Spectre is arguably the best song on the album. I look forward to binging on your podcasts. Cheers. That's nice. It is nice. Yeah. Rob, we agree. Firepower is awesome. And if you want to come on the show and talk with us about Spectre, we could do that song this year, too. Hell yeah, man. Like we like that's another thing too is having more guest episodes, especially with the guys from the Deep Dive Network and you know, other podcasters having people on. We have personal goals for this that we're not going to talk about here, probably, but me and George have spoken at length about the people that we want to have on the show that we hope to get on in the coming 
either year or the year after that. But definitely look forward to having more guest appearances. You know, earlier this year, we did a spectacular episode with Uncle Steve, and we've got a few more planned. Oh, yeah. We'll be doing a lot of guest episodes with other friends in the podcasting universe, mm. uh, some from the Deep Dive Podcast Network that we are part of. And again, that is a great network of podcasts dedicated to covering a single artist in great detail, kind of like we do. There are shows on Queen, Black Sabbath, Iron Maiden, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Ozzy Osbourne. I could go on and on. And we're also looking forward to getting a few more musicians on our show. We've already been talking to a few. We've got some good stuff lined up. We had a great conversation with Trevor from Haunt earlier this year. Uh, awesome younger metal band. And I hope that we'll find a few more newer bands that we can introduce you to that we think you'll really like as Priest fans. And we'll get their input and we'll get to learn a little bit about how Judas Priest influenced these newer bands and what Judas Priest means to them. So those are always fun kind of conversations to have. So we've got a few of those coming up in 2022 as well. There's a lot to look forward to. And like George was saying, if you want content in a similar vein, but for a plethora of different artists, then you should definitely check out the other awesome podcasts on the Deep Dive Network. Um, the Deep Purple podcast um, that's hosted by our good friend, Nate is the one I haven't listened to as much of it as I would like to, but Deep Purple is a band that me personally, I don't know anywhere near enough about. And so I'm glad that he's running that. And if you have an interest in any other kind of band, then you should definitely check out the fantastic work that the other podcasters on our network do. Yeah. And if you have heard the Deep Purple podcast's Christmas episode that came out last week, then you might have seen a fun cameo of me and Tom. Their show is on all the usual platforms, but definitely check out the episode on YouTube to see our beautiful faces. <laughs> oh, he, that's awesome. He put that on YouTube. Oh, yeah, man. Because oh, we rad. all sent him the videos of ourselves as well. So that's pretty cool. It's not just an audio podcast. They have a video element to it as well. That's pretty cool. Maybe in the future, that's something that we can look into doing too at some point is maybe including a audio, I mean, a visual format as well. But for now, I think the audio alone will suffice for our purposes. So, Tom, what else do we have coming up in 2022? So let me take a look at what you sent me again, because so, we've got a lot to cover. So another thing that we're going to be covering is the various side projects of the members of Priest. As some of you are more than likely aware, K.K. Downing launched his own side project this year called K.K.'s Priest, where he brought back 
Priest alumni Tim Owens and Les Binks was supposed to be a part of it, but I think he suffered some sort of injury and could not partake in it. So that's something that we're going to be talking about eventually, not in the same level of detail that we talk about with Priest, but certainly we're going to be mentioning it because, you know, it's worth bringing up that KK Downing is back in the music scene after being removed from it for so long. I would say so as well. And obviously KK's priest, it's making its rounds on wine. Ever since the album came out, a lot of priest fans are into it. And a lot of priest fans have very polarized opinions. There are people who really love it. There are people who don't really like what KK's priest is doing. And we haven't covered it yet because like we said earlier, we're just getting started. We haven't even done one priest song from each album yet. So we want to make sure that we give the core band its due before we start veering off into the side projects, but we will get there. We'll get the highlights of Rob's solo career for you. Mm. Maybe even uh, Glenn Tipton's solo song or two, if we're looking for an episode where we make fun of something. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, you already know I'm not the biggest fan of KK's priest, so we're going to have some thoughts on that. We're going to we're going to have that discussion eventually. Those are again, a lot of these are tentative plans, but going forward, yes, we will be covering the side projects as well because they are if nothing else, they are extremely interesting notes in the history of these people. That's true. Yeah, it's for better or worse. And oftentimes for worse, these are part of these band members, these musicians' legacies. <laughs> so, you know, they'll get a mention. Mm. We'll talk about it. Something I'm really excited for is the anniversary series that we're starting in 2022. And what we're doing here is on the week of the anniversary of each Judas Priest studio album, we are going to cover a song from that album. And if you're up on your priest history and release dates, you already know which one's coming first. That's right. Defenders of the Faith has its anniversary in the first week of January. So we're going to bring you a song from that album as our very next episode. And you can look forward to another 17 episodes in which we'll cover a song from each studio album on the week that it was released. It's just a way to keep things fun and timely and sort of give each album a little bit of celebration and give it its due and reflect on it during its anniversary. Yeah, absolutely. And that'll be a lot of fun, you know, because the anniversary of these legendary albums is important. A lot of other people in the metal community are going to be talking about them. We're going to give our thoughts and our input. And Defenders of the Faith is a very popular album. So looking forward to talking about that one. Yep. We actually put out a poll on Twitter and I picked up four songs from Defenders of the Faith, put them in this poll. And the one that got the most votes, the songs that the Twitter fans liked the best, was Some Heads Are Gonna Roll. 
So we sort of let y'all pick the next song that we're doing. going to be doing more of these it's pretty fun to put these polls on twitter and see if we can get a sort of cross section of opinions from our listeners and if you're not on twitter you know you might want to get on there you might want to consider getting on twitter and joining the fun because you can help us pick some of our upcoming episodes and or maybe you just want to join the conversation because before we started this podcast I felt like I didn't have anyone who I could just talk to at length about Judas Priest. And now on Twitter, we've built a place for it. You know, the community of people that follow us and the people that we follow, conversations are always popping up every day, comparing any subject you can think of that's related to Judas Priest. And so now it's like we're sort of trying to build and establish a community of all of our fans and not just fans of our podcast, but Judas Priest fans in general. It's really interesting to see people's perspectives on this because I've definitely learned a lot about, you know, it's cool to know people's history with this band and what their favorite songs are and what their favorite memories are with this band. You know, someone was, someone was telling a story about being in a bar somewhere in the early 2000s and his grandfather walking in with his kid and asking the bartender to put on jugulator and seeing this old man, you know, rocking out to priest with his grandkid was a very fond memory for him. I thought that was really cool to hear about. And so, you know, putting out, you know, what the four songs from defenders of the faith and seeing what people are going to want to hear is really cool. You know, I enjoy getting that perspective from people and I enjoy hearing about what other people want to hear from us. Yeah, people have some really good stories. I'll read a couple listener comments in that vein. So Cha-Cha on Twitter told us that his first album was Sin After Sin. His first song was Sinner. In summer 1977, After he heard Sinner and then Diamonds and Rust, he was fucking hooked. I'm reading that verbatim. The vocals, the guitars, the drums, the bass. He just couldn't get enough of it. He said, I'm sure a bunch here feel the same. Mm -hmm. When Rob hits the scream on Sinner, it's like, damn. Yeah. Sinner is phenomenal. And as I said earlier, you know, when we covered Starbreaker, Sin After Sin is pretty rapidly becoming one of my favorite priest albums for good reason. It seems like that was a good number of people's introduction to priest, you know, probably second to like screaming for vengeance or British steel. 
Sin After Sin is a really dynamic, amazing album. And I can't stress it enough for those of you who haven't listened to Sin After Sin, go listen to Sin After Sin because I think it will change your opinion of this band, whether your opinion is already good or not. I mean, if you're listening to the show, it's probably good, but you will definitely gain a new perspective on this band. And it's always amazing to see where they came from compared to where they are now. Yeah. This is an album, Sin After Sin, that it came out so long ago. And Priest has, they've done so many more great albums since then that it's almost becoming a little bit forgotten. And that's a shame because start to finish, these songs on Sin After Sin, they rock. We got another good listener comment from Cujo. And on the way he was introduced to Priest, he said Sin After Sin was the first album he heard as well. And he says he can't even count how many times he's listened to it. Uh, he's hooked from the very first riff. Yeah, man. Um, I Another thing that I'm looking forward to this year is, you know, one of our upcoming... Um, guest appearance episodes is going to be talking about dissident aggressor dissident aggressor is it's tied with Starbreaker for me for the best song on that album but there are a ton of great songs to listen to but Starbreaker and dissident aggressor are definitely up there so if you listen to no other tracks from sin after sin check those ones out Hell yeah. And what we're going to keep doing is we're going to keep covering a new Judas Priest song every week for you in the hopes that we'll be able to expand your horizon and give some attention to the songs that you may or may not have heard. Yeah. We got a great comment from this name's kind of tricky. I'm going to say it slowly. <laughs> FPL Foot Fighter on Twitter said to us just a quick shout out to metal gods pod i just got caught up on all the prior episodes and really enjoyed them george and tom are great thank you thanks man and if you're even just a casual priest fan i highly recommend this pod looking forward to see what songs are next ah uh, that's awesome to hear man that's a lot that's a very very those are very kind words fpl thank you very much hell yeah dude and that is awesome what you said about being a casual priest fan because that's who we're targeting you know just like i said we want to obviously cover the popular songs we love them too and we want to cover the not so popular songs because if you are a fan of metal or rock then you owe it to yourself 
to hear these other excellent songs that you haven't heard yet. And we're not going into these deep conversations about full albums because that's something that could become a really long and complicated discussion. We're a little more stripped back and we cover one song a week, A, because each song sort of gets its due that way and it gets its individual attention, but B, if you're a casual fan and you don't know all these Priest songs, then, you know, it's like, it's not too much to ask to learn one new song a week. And we think that if you're interested in growing your fandom, that we can help you with that and give you these sort of good recommendations of which songs to check out. Yeah. And the, and the individual song format winds up working a lot better than the album review format for a few reasons is that one, we have a lot more content to talk about. That means we get a lot more episodes out of this podcast and we get to go in depth on individual songs instead of having to keep it broad um, and doing a full album review, like full album reviews are coming later down the line, but also that makes our show very approachable because we're talking about one song in 30 minutes to an hour. So that's a really good length of time. It's very digestible. It's very approachable. So that's the way we're keeping it. That's the way it it just worked out for us. It's very organic. All right. One more listener comment. And this is from Dave Racer24. Dave's a really great guy. He's always posting about rock and metal. He's reshared our comments and episode tons of times. So thank you, Dave. And he had this to say about our Revelations episode. You guys nailed it when you said the music suffered at the expense of telling the story of Nostradamus. Thumbs up. The orchestra and interludes were needed to create his eerie vibe. History Channel had a long documentary on him years ago. It was interesting, but it's tough to also make the songs good with Mm. all of that coming together. Yeah, Nostradamus was the album that wasn't. Um, And I think that the potential to make an awesome piece of work about Nostradamus is definitely there. I am not sure that for me personally, they nailed it. I know a lot of people like that album. I know you have a higher opinion of it than I do, but I think that it's still interesting to talk about nonetheless. And I am, like I said earlier, I'm looking forward to revisiting Nostradamus in future episodes. Yeah, and we'll definitely have plenty more to talk about because there are a lot of songs on that album. Yeah, because it's a two-disc freaking album, so... Oh, man. Yeah, that some of those episodes are going to be fun. Some of them will not be. Some of them won't be. Some of them are going to be bad. Well, not bad, <laughs> but some of them... Some of them aren't going to be like that great, but I will say that like for the one for the stuff that we're going to cover, like there's a lot to cover on there. That's going to be fascinating to talk about.
listeners, keep an eye out for our next episode. Some heads are going to roll to coincide with the anniversary of Defenders of the Faith. Yeah. Tom, what else you got, man? Um, That's all I got now for now, man. Cool, dude. Well, Do you have anything else you'd like to add before we wrap this up? Let's just take this quick opportunity to give a shout out to some of our friends who have given us a lot of great advice getting the podcast started. Uh, Scott from Uriah Heap Podcast, Uncle Steve from Uncle Steve's Iron Maiden Zone, Fergal Trainer from Vec and Metal, Nesbit from Talking Maiden, Rye from Sabbath Bloody Podcast. All those guys have given us some great advice getting started out and plenty of other great podcasts to listen to on the Deep Dive Podcast Network. They've done a great job supporting us, so let's give them their due. Thanks, guys. You rock. It's been a great ride so far, Mm. and even though we're only 16-plus episodes in, it feels like we've come such a long way since we started, Mm. and we only want to keep growing We only want to keep getting better. We're going to put forth our best foot forward, and Mm. we're going to give you more great content that you deserve regarding Judas Priest. Hell yeah, man. And listen, I hope that everyone had a lovely holiday. I hope everyone has a great new year. And I hope that whatever personal goals you've set for yourself in 2022 I hope that you all reach it and that you're here to celebrate with us and we will celebrate with you as you achieve these milestones. And as we keep going forward, we hope that you stick and you keep listening to metal gods and giving us feedback and supporting us because that's the reason we do this is to increase people's awareness of priest and to give more casual listeners a bit more to chew on. Well said, Tom. Well said. So you know where to find us. Send us an email, metalgodspodcast at gmail.com, and get on Twitter and send us a message, and we'll respond pretty quick. Mm. And we are at Metal Gods Pod on Twitter. All right, my dear listeners. So until next time, stay locked in. And keep defending the, the faith. faith.